Hello, and welcome to Whispers of Lunabelle Island. This is a horror show and may include subject matter that some listeners might find disturbing, including depictions of helplessness, drug use, and violence. If that all sounds good, then please join us. Because if these things don't scare you, then we might just discover something that does. Um, I haven't actually really thought until right now how I wanted to open this episode, so. Uh, Latara, take it away. New York City, September 11th. 60, 60 years ago from the day that this t- campaign takes place. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody doing? Doing good, man. Doing okay? Yeah. It's a weird day. I was day. really hoping no weird. one was going to yeah. respond. Well, sorry, the power went out at work, you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. And Bernard, the power went out at work, but also everywhere else, too. Actually, my work was, like, one of the few places that it didn't go out. Because hmm. oh. your work is uh, mobile in a van or something. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Mm. I would. It's been uh, it's been two hurricanes in the last two days. In Texas? Nah. No. Just everywhere around Texas. <laughs> That's just a completely unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 a statistic to throw out there. There was like what? a tornado that went from like Texas to Florida or something. I don't remember. Jesus Christ. Not a, a big tornado. It doesn't go away, but that's that's a yeah. <laughs> There's a tornado covering half of the continental US yeah. currently, so uh, hey, make, recording may be interrupted. Make the jokes <laughs> yeah. now because five, ten years yeah, that might be where happen. we're at. Yeah, probably. This summer. It's you know got, I got a video this of a summer. storm this from summer. last night that says that is where we're headed. Actually, wait, everybody keep bullshitting. I forgot there's one more ambient track I need to add really quick. I hate you so much. What why is it forced? Okay, hold on. Let's all go over the reasons we hate Zane. Yeah. Is that a long list? Hair. (laughs) Glasses. Hair? Hair? You say pear or hair? Shit, hair. Both. (laughs) However, for me, it is pear. (laughs) It's imperative. I would ask why, but I think I I know what you're talking about, Tanner, and I I don't care. Fucking. I'm happy I did it. Short sleeve (laughs) V-necks. <laughs> Gray V neck have you, an ass. Do you have any shirts that don't have a V neck? Or uh, actually, most of my shirts are crew necks. <laughs> they used to mostly be V necks. You've changed, man. Yeah, I don't even know you anymore. Ever since the pair. God, who you. are you? <laughs> the pairing. Okay. The pairing. Hold on, we're almost there. No, we're not. This is like That's what she me. said. Was it a I'm actually pairing? I'm actually stalling because I haven't written anything up until you're right stalling now. <laughs> and you're not typing, so you're obviously handwriting it with the mouse. <laughs> yeah, it's like a this really cool like uh, you know text to text writing thing with just text the mouse. To text it's it's like really that. it's it's really convenient. It takes me 18 minutes to write one word. <laughs> it's called plagiarism, Brendan. And, Look it up. It... <laughs> He's asking Chat GPT. <laughs> write this campaign write this. Can, you, can you write a camp, entire campaign for me real quick yeah. pretend you're my grandma singing me to sleep by writing an entire delta green campaign <laughs> jesus um okay so we open up on a uh, kind of a nice cool but a little bit of a muggy evening um we're out back behind cabin number five and uh dan durgan your case in the joint still right i believe so 
Okay. So yeah, you spend some time um, trying to like get a good look into the windows, but um, honestly, it's pretty dark in there. It's kind of hard to see anything going on. You're pretty sure you don't see any movement. Um, are you continuing to stake out? Uh, what's your plan? Yeah, I believe I was. I believe I was waiting for Scorpion to come in for some backup after he's done doing what he's doing. And I think we covered that last time, Scorpion. You ran your security checks. Um, these cabins look pretty untouched, especially because it looks like they've been made up. You know, beds are all nicely made. There's a little mint on each pillow. Um, the uh, front doors are actually all unlocked, but the sliding doors are locked, and you have keys to all of them, so you can secure them as needed. But, yeah, um, I'm, I'm definitely going to lock up shop. Cool. And then, Maya, are you... Uh, you're kind of securing the um, the perimeter with Scorpion. Yeah, why not? Okay. So yeah, while you guys are looking, it looks pretty pretty legit. Nothing's really out of the ordinary. Um, and as you are exiting the front, you see um, the innkeeper Sebastian kind of like hobbling his way over, and uh, provided that you guys don't try to run away from him for some reason. I'm approaches. running straight into the woods again. <clears throat> I think this happened earlier. Kneecap. Oh, that's fine. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Is, uh, you said hobbling. Is he injured in some sense? He's he's just got a little bit of a limp. Okay. Yeah. He's also kind of an older gentleman. I think I think he's like in his sixties. If I, re- I remember what I wrote down correctly. Okay. Got an old football injury from when he was fifty-seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lunabell Island League, nineteen whatever is sixty years ago from fifty-seven years ago when he was born. Sixty years now, before that, this campaign started. Is that sixty yep. years? before like 60 hours before our arrival here or everything it's a base 60 (laughs) system i don't understand what's so confusing about it oh here we go nothing now (laughs) i understand everything um yeah he approaches and smiling um you know nice warm dude but he uh, says hey i heard a bit of a crash are you guys um you guys doing okay out here yeah we're we're doing just fine man um I live kind of a, le- a loud and reckless life. You're going to hear a lot of crashes. Probably best if you ignore them, but promise I won't break anything to... Uh, I won't break anything I can't pay for. Uh, all right, then. Uh, you know, it's it's a little hard to get replacement furniture out here, so if you could keep the break into a minimum, that would uh, that'd be much appreciated. And he yep. laughs nervously. <laughs> Look, old-timer really like my privacy so if you need to get a hold of me go ahead and just uh you got some sort of phone system in here you could just call from the office you don't have to hobble your way all out here (laughs) uh yeah there's there's um landlines in each of the cabins that'll it's more of a direct line that reaches up to the office if you need anything just give me a ring great he looks around and just Kind of a moment of awkward silence passes. He says, Okay, well, you folks enjoy yourself. And he gives a little wave to you, Maya, and limps his way back over to the main house. She'll just kind of wave. Yeah. After he walks a little distance, I'm just going to look at Maya and be like, What an asshole. It's <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian Collins, the island renegade asshole. Loose cannon. Loose <laughs> cannon. Limping around like he owns a place. He does. <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> but he limps around like it too. He is the proprietor. Like do not be do not be mistaken. It's a real cocky kind of limp, you know, the one the kind of a limp of a guy that thinks that he runs the entire joint. 
Whether he does or doesn't is not irrelevant. (laughs) Right. Um, Dan, you're still hanging out kind of in the tree line? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much my plan here is I'm, I'm just scoping, watching for movement, gathering either intel or total lack of intel. Okay. And, uh, whenever Scorpion shows up, I'm gonna go take a closer look. Cool. Well, in the meantime... He can, he's got his stuff he can do. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you kind of hear this conversation taking place, but then, um, why don't you go ahead and give me an alertness check? Good lord. Uh, that'd be a 35 under 80. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, after a moment passes, you're kind of straining to hear uh, this conversation, which you don't really pick up much of, but it doesn't sound uh, too out of place. But you um, you smell uh, a weird smell. kind of smells like stale cigarettes. Uh, is there any particular wind ch- direction change that is associated with that smell? I'd say it's just something that you picked up, but um, if you wanted to follow the smell, it, it's pretty pungent, so it wouldn't be too hard to... Yeah, I'll and, uh, find a direction to investigate in. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll just set something for my pouch down where I was taking cover, so when Scorpion's coming up the tree line, he knows where I'm planning to meet him back up. But yeah, I'll go I'll go follow that for now. Okay, some random sure. And you don't, you don't actually get too far. It's like ten feet away or so. Um, mm. after a a moment or two of searching, you see that there is um, a small pile of stamped out cigarette butts, and you know I'm not sure if Dan has smoked a lot or knows people who smoke but they look you would probably know enough to know that they look fairly fresh it looks like they were stamped out recently okay and they're they're in the tree line looking at this cabin they're just in the tree line it's hard to say what direction but it'd be okay you know probably pretty easy to ascertain in and out of character that it looks like somebody was hanging out here okay cool well you'll hear that elk yeah yeah <laughs> um Dan just found out where all the local high school kids sneak off to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> Probably so. And and all of the, we're going to start like with a bunch of guns. Three of them. <laughs> yeah, I was the about class, actually... class of three on this island. Actually, we got that was totally something I, something I meant to establish that probably may have affected Scorpion and uh, Sebastian's conversation <laughs> a little bit. But um, are any of you like actually open carrying no. No. weapons? Dan's always okay. concealed. No. I'm not legally yeah. allowed to have a firearm, so I have to keep that <laughs> shit tucked away. Right. I'm a felon. Maya, you're you're a FBI agent, right? Yeah. Are, do you carry your badge and your gun openly, or is this a? Are you going more like low profile for this? Low profile, but I mean, I probably still have it on me. But you have it concealed. Concealed, though. yeah. Okay, cool. Just curious. I mean, if like, well, I what don't. Is, know. I don't really know. What, what is I Maya do. wearing? Is Maya wearing like a, like, business? Like Probably like suit? a blazer, like with like right. more casual things, like underneath, like probably a t-shirt underneath that, with like I don't know, maybe not jeans, but like I don't know, not like super it's later business casual something. Gotcha. Casual. It's later in September too, so it definitely wouldn't, you know, a bulky jacket isn't out of place if you wanted to conceal like a shotgun or something, you know, like well specifically scorpion you're side by side sawn off shotgun. shotguns in my bag so we're talking yeah. like uh i don't know uh hot fuzz concealment yeah definitely yeah okay <laughs> yeah i've got i'm i'm concealed i've got two shotguns strapped to my back um but i've <laughs> put a fl- i've taped flowers to them so they look like bouquets <laughs> perfect i have mine strapped to my face i don't know what you're talking about they're gonna be yeah. They're not gonna be looking on your face for a gun. Yeah. So that's like the perfect hiding place. Think of how your easy nose will is be in the aim. way. <laughs> Ronnie doesn't need to hide her guns. They're uh, 
right, right there on our arms. <laughs> gun <laughs> show. Take you to the gun show. <laughs> JK, you're already there. It's me. I'm jacked. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie, what's your strength uh, again? Is it? It's like 685? Uh, it 17. is, yeah, I think 80. Yeah, 85. 85. Wow. Well, Jesus. for the times five. Holy yeah. shit. For the times five. That's the fun thing though about Delta Green is just like Stronger. even if you crush a strength roll, it's not like you're prying open like a Hopefully door or something like that. Island has a vet because these pythons are sick. <laughs> it does not. Stupid. <laughs> and they are they going will, to they, die. They will. They will perish here. <laughs> they, will, they will expire. <laughs> All right. So yeah, as that conversation's kind of wrapping up, um, you guys head sort of towards Dan. I can't remember if you guys said you were going to meet up or not, like explicitly, but Scorpion and I did. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I want to know more about this pile, even though I don't know about it yet. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, take it yeah. away, guys. How, do you, yeah. how does this I mean, I, I think I'm just kind of like, we're probably walking through the forest, not really stealthing, trying to look just kind of like casual in case anybody spots us. But as soon as I like, I don't know if Dan's there or his bag is there, but as soon as that happens, it's kind of more like take a look around crouch into the brush a little bit and just move up to him okay <clears throat> and i'll i'll be like hey soldier boy hey what up score oh shit it, all right start i'll see you yeah, i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually not very alert <laughs> so you guys you're, you're stealthing but you should both wear high vis like hunting vests so you don't actually <laughs> well we gotta shoot be sure yeah. <laughs> no 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 just dick cheney up yeah. <laughs> Spray and pray. I, they probably had a safety vest on. <laughs> um, have you seen anything while you've been out here, man? Nothing over there, but got something right over here. It's, uh, it's maybe a little more interesting. Let's take a look. I'm going uh, I'm to walk you over to the uh, cigarette butt bow. The butt bow? Uh, slack. Butt bow. Slack. Butt bow. Cigarette butt bow. Cigarette butt bow. Uh, on this uh, uh, yeah. Looks like uh, we may not be the first ones to take up a watchful position around here. Um, seeing this, Myra wants to see like what you see from this point. Like, why would you choose right here? Like, what can you observe from here? Because my first thought is like someone's using this to this spot to kind of um, case something or wait for something to happen. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm over here, so I got a clear view into the back of that cabin there. Number five. But you move over here, you get a little different angle. You can see there's, there's a lot of things you could be watching from over here. And to clarify, too, from this position, you can also you kind of have a decent view of the main house where Sebastian lives, and also you can kind of see into um, oh, okay. cabin four as well. Looks like uh, whoever's staying in cabin four is going to want to draw their draw their blinds tonight. <laughs> Looks like whoever's staying in cabin four is going to want to draw their blinds tonight. Well, nobody's staying in cabin four. You yeah, guys cabin four three. is the flooded one, right? No, five's four. the the one with water damage. Four's four the one is, that uh, our predecessors were at that you guys broke yeah. the bathroom door on. Uh huh. Well, I'm gonna say oh. cabin four. Oh, the loud bang Just the so guy I can heard. Draw the blinds. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a little confused. Was 
uh, Dan originally scoping out that one, or was he scoping out number five? I was scoping out five, five, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 On the same page. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go scope out the the cabin we just cleared. You're right. That's why I was like, uh, so there's some people in there. I'm going in. It's us. Somebody broke the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) They're not getting their damage deposit back. I wonder if this spot's going to get reused or if we could try to catch someone using this spot again. Roughly how many cigarette butts are there? That's exactly what I was going to ask. Um, between eight and ten. I'll say there's exactly ten. How about that? Just so we have some hard numbers, hard facts. Some erect facts. As they would say in the 40s, some hard dick. Well, it appears <laughs> to me there's either nine or eleven cigarette butts here. <laughs> Anywhere between 9 and 11. In fact, I'd say specifically the number between 9 and 11. Somewhere in there. Um, I don't have, like, a forensics kit, but I have a 40 in forensics. Can I just, like, scan the area for potentially, like, different footprints uh, just to try to yeah. see is was there... My goal to find out is, like, is this a place where one person is staking out or different well, people? Is your... Do you have a higher forensics or how's your search? Higher forensics for sure. Okay, and uh, does Maya have a forensic skill? I'm sorry, one second. I'm sorry. Is that Maya's accent? Sorry, yeah, I didn't know that. Apparently, (laughs) apparently, I'm. Oh yeah, sure, you bitch. Uh, yeah, I don't know why that came out of my mouth like that, but (laughs) I like it. I have a, I don't know, criminology. I too have criminology, but I do, but um. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't even tell that even if it's like a different type, a brand of cigarette by... What is your forensics, just out of curiosity? Zero. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I'd say if you want to assist, are you doing... You're, I don't know, is Scorpion just doing this on his own volition, or is he like... I mean, you could see like Scorpion, it? he's kind of kneeling down, like looking at... Same kind of idea, looking at the cigarettes. He has his brand, he knows people are very specific, making sure it's one type, and just kind of like... Looking at the ground, clearly looking for like footprints. He's- here's what here's what we'll do. Um, anybody, so all three of you, can give me a general search. Um, but then Scorpion, how about we get a forensics roll from you? Okay, cool. To see if you get any extra juicy deets. Juicy deets. Juicy jeets. Hell yeah! Don't take that tone with me, Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maya, what's your search? Wait, am I searching or am I use? Can I use my criminology skill? Because like I feel like cigarette butts are like something that would be used in as evidence in some of the cases she might have been around. I think criminology is kind of tough because the way that I had that apply with Scorpion is like you kind of understand how criminals operate. Um, sitting in a tree line smoking cigarettes, well, weird, isn't necessarily like a criminal act. You know, does that but, make well, sense? But what if I was in the assumption that they were doing what I thought? they might be doing which is if someone were to stand here what would they be looking at would they and if they were in the mindset of casing something that's or... yeah i understand where you're coming from um and even with that i would still say that f- viewing this from that objective lens you don't really get any more information uh that you would get just because there's not a lot to see here but we'll get into what there is to see here uh with like the searches mm, okay Sorry, I don't want to shoot you down. No, but I'm still. I'm your, just gonna grumble when. How high's your criminology? Forty. I, my, I'm a better search, criminal than you are. I know, but like, 
my search is worse <laughs> than that, so that's why I was trying to argue oh, yeah, for it. For sure, for I'll sure. just roll it. Okay. Yeah, nope. 67. That's fine. Um, uh, Dan, what's your search? Do you roll it? Yes, sir. It's an 84 under over 60. Over 60? Okay. Yeah. Scorpion. Give me, 29 a, give me a search. 29 under yeah. 40. I didn't roll a yeah. search, but... Um, I yeah, just give, give me a search. I have no search score, so I'm totally fine just opting out of that roll. Sure. Well, um, I'll say with that... Uh, you were able to kind of like sort of peel back the layers of this sort of looking at it through not necessarily like a crime scene but more of the objective objective lens of like you've done this kind of thing before you would kind of know like what it's like to put yourself in that situation staking out a you know potential score um yes all the cigarettes are the same brand they all look like they were kind of smoked within the same window of time as much as you can determine it doesn't look like they stamped out some cigarette butts left and then came back the next night if that makes sense this is all from like one one stakeout essentially. Um, you can see kind of some crushed down, uh, you know, brush and stuff where it looks like they were kind of sitting. They shifted positions a little bit, but other than that, it just you don't get too much more information aside from the fact that it looked like somebody definitely wanted to keep an eye on uh, either cabin four, five, or Sebastian, or all of the above. Okay. And you um, and the uh, the cigarette brand are Camel ninety nines. And. Okay. Um, Dan did check cabin five, right? That was the thing, even though it's... He hasn't been in yet. He's just been kind of scoping it out. I'd like to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm staking. I'm basically just staking it. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, now that you guys are here. Yeah. Dan's and I, gonna... I'll... Oh, sorry. I'll go relay ahead. to everyone else, too. Um, Scorpion will be like, well, looks like it's all the same cigarettes... Only seems like one person was here, some sort of lone wolf. We could try sticking this place out, but man, I don't think they're going to be back. Who just takes all this time to hide in the brush and leaves a pack of cigarettes smoked behind? And um, one more thing I'll give you from that, uh, from just just from having a kind of like a good lens to view this through from your criminology like it's obviously you you could probably connect the dots that whoever was staking out this could have also easily been the person who like searched cabin four mm -hmm. could have been one of those uh documentary makers as well that could be run a camera all day not much better dude than smoke some cigarettes on Did... camera didn't Maya or Ronnie didn't one of you tr look for film when we were in found no film but uh, I mean they're pretending to be documentary workers but I think he was saying yeah. the person that searched their place because we saw evidence that someone else had broken in I think uh, huh. with the tape on the door yeah, yeah yeah over the latch but I mean it could be them too who knows maybe one went out for a smoke break that's so I'm wondering, like, did, I don't know if th we can really do that. Like, did we notice that there was, um, cigarettes around, but they did take everything that they kind of needed, it looked like. They had left mm. with their equipment, so they probably would have taken their cigarettes, too. Or if, even if there's those t same butts, like, around their cabin. Mm. I don't know. We could probably go I mean, back. you guys, yeah, um, you guys didn't see any obvious, uh, you didn't find a pack of cigarettes while you were in the cabin, but, um... You could always go back and recase it with uh, that updated in mind. information. Yeah. 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 
Interesting. My, you did um you did see cigarettes um on the patio though because there was an ashtray. Okay. We can definitely put that in our to do list. Mm. All right. So you guys want to go check out cabin five? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who's taking point? Uh. I'm quiet and I can get you in, but I'm not very good at finding shit like that. Uh, I could get you in easy enough. Maybe I'll I'll watch the entrance, watch your back. Yeah, I take point. Doesn't seem like there's anybody in there anyway. Maya, you can come inside or? Yeah, I'm court. right behind you. All right. So you guys approach the back patio of cabin five, not able to really see much more. As you get closer, it's pretty dark in there. And um, you guys going in the back? Yeah, why don't we try the sliding glass door? See if it was taped. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> um, Scorpion, uh, you run up to the sliding glass door, kind of, you know, ducking and weaving. You guys are being quiet, I'm assuming, right? Actually, yeah, let's get yeah. some stealth rolls going. Fuck it. Yeah, I was going to say, we're. Yeah, yeah. What's your stealth score? Actually, what is there everybody's is. stealth score? Uh, 70. 70. 70. Maya. Stealth? Yeah. Ten. Ten. Okay. Well. I give Maya the cocaine. Yeah. No, that makes no. her really stealthy, right? <laughs> so focused on being stealthy. <laughs> um, Maya, you're in you're in the back, right? You're taking up the rear. Yeah. Okay. We'll go and roll it. 35, so fail. Okay. It's okay. It's not a crit fail. That's kind of what I was looking for. That was a good roll, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, that's pretty good. All right, so you guys approach the back of this cabin as stealthily as you can, and um, Scorpion, you go up and kind of like, you both sort of like saddle the door on either side. Um, Scorpion, you reach over and give the, lock, the sliding glass door a little tug, and it just doesn't budge. Um, but you have a pretty good locksmith score, if I'm not mistaken. I got a 40 in locksmith, so... Okay. It's pretty a sliding glass door. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Um, do you have, I mean, I'm not going to put words in your mouth and stuff in your pockets. Do you have a credit card? I mean, I have a lockpick, like a little, one of those little rollout oh, things. Oh, sure. Okay, uh, cool. Like basic lockpick tools. I like to think you have right on your keys. <laughs> uh, I got it tucked in my vest, actually. Hmm. Nice. So, yeah, you see, uh, everybody sees um, Scorpion pull out this little, uh, it, it is a roll. It's like one of those yeah, like, rollout yeah, bag like, things. Exactly. Cool. And he doesn't have to roll it out. He knows exactly what tool he's going for. He pulls out this little metal shiv, slides it in the crack of the door, slips it up, and you hear a click. Before this, Maya backs. was like pulling a bobby pin out of her hair, and she's just like, oop, puts it right back in. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the door is now unlocked. I'm going to pull it open, and I'm going to turn to the other two and be like, I'll watch your back, run interference if anybody tries to come in. And be careful that, uh, the proprietor is quite a nosy guy. <laughs> yeah, I kind of saw him over there uh, giving you a little shit. Not even your first night. Yeah, well, you know, he's a fucking old. asshole. <laughs> he's, a, he's a fucking asshole. My That's rolls. What my day was. <laughs> fucking yeah. hate that guy. I can't believe he'd come investigate at the sound of a door breaking. <laughs> it's like he owns the place. So you guys, you guys roll up, shit. have a nice conversation, like 20 minutes later, start kicking open doors. <laughs> he was alone. 
You see my I'm neck a... tattoo? You knew what you were signing up for. <laughs> Mind your own business and break down a door. Right. Uh, I am a... Every single room we get into, I'm going to clear the right corners. You clear the left. Sound good? Yes. All right. I'm on point. And uh, yeah, I will I'll take a step inside with my... Fuck is that in roll twenty? That's another elk. <laughs> Eagle. Oh, <laughs> I don't that elk got shot. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll step inside with my trusty gun that I forgot what it's what it actually is. P two two nine. Right on. Okay, so then you slide the door open carefully, and the darkness awaits you as you tuck your P two two nine up to your chest, ready to check those corners. And as you slip in through the door. We're going to pan on over to a uh, rusty old Ford F-250 thundering down the road at a breakneck pace of 32 <laughs> miles an hour. You know it. <laughs> Wes, you know what truck I'm, I've got going in my mind right now, right? Uh, maybe. Bo- oh, Bob, yeah. Bob's yeah. old dump truck yeah. that, yep, yep, yep. Sound, that like idles at like 5,000 RPM. We're going eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep. Yep. Fourth gear going 20 miles an hour. That, <laughs> that blue one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's that weird. That's what I thought of, horridly. too. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, I loved driving that thing. No, I, I learned to drive stick on that, and then I never drove stick shift on anything else ever again. <laughs> yeah, I got this rig going eight throttle. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's driving again? I am. Ronnie. Okay. Ronnie, you're uh, you're no. You, this thing is old and clunky. If you are noticing, it is it is a rather smooth ride for just how ancient it actually is. And um, I think last we left off, uh. Freddie, you were going through um you were going through the uh the file that you found. Yep. Um did you bring you you left the case at the at the songbird, right? The Delta Green case. Yeah, I never the, had possession of the briefcase. Oh right, I no, think, Scorp- uh, Scorpion. Scorpion. I forgot about yeah. that. For some reason I thought you were looking in there. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, cool. Noted. Uh, well, uh hold on, I'm sorry, that's not true. I'm pretty sure I I gave it to you, Dr. Greenwood. Oh, did you? I guess I'm sorry. Yeah. You're I the one that up- looked in it, I did not. And I told you what was in it, what yeah. I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it was in the truck. Did did you guys take it out with the rest of your we, bags? We I would have left it with yeah. Greenwood. Okay, then I have the briefcase. Okay. I'm not a it's, documents it's... guy. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> so it is It is a relatively sizable, like, Pelican case, so it would have okay. to stay in the back. Um, no, I'm you would really big, don't huh? have it up in the cabin. You could probably put it up in the cab. Uh, though, I was like, going to say, if it's left. too big yeah. for the truck, we probably would have left it at the cabin, but... I'm gonna leave that up to your up to your determination. Do you want the case with you? We don't you, want, or do you just want it just loose in the back where anyone could get at it, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it'll be back at the cabin. Oh wait, no, I guess okay. it, the back has a cover, so we could have left it at back there. It's an open. Yeah. It's like a yeah, it's open. like a cargo rack kind of thing. Oh, okay. I thought it was yeah. like if a there's cover. any so doubt, we we'll probably just leave it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I'll leave that up to you to determine like where specifically you put it. Uh, I would put it inside your... one of the cabins after uh, Scorpion deemed them all clear. Locked it up. Well, that happened after, after you left. Learning though. about. It's fine. It's it's in the pile of your guys' gear, just sitting of, out yeah. in the dirt. Um, <laughs> yep. It's got like a half played game of Uno, like draped over it. And it's just like you can see it from the back. Window. I didn't right. put that there. Someone's accessed this. <laughs> all right. So yeah, you guys um, kind of cruising along. Uh, you start to see that road that turns off to town a little off in the distance. Um, you guys talking about anything? Well, if yeah. he's going through the files, I'm probably leaving him to it. No, I'll, uh, uh, yeah, so refresh my memory. What did I find in those files? 
in those files, um, you found, and I probably should have written down exactly what it said, but it was uh, something to the effect of a, um, it was a activity log sort of made up to look oh, that's like right, it was a, lo- yes. a location scouting document, handwritten. Um, mm-hmm. And it basically just said that uh, they had arrived, they're setting up shop, they're uh, kind of scouting out different points in the island trying to see, you know, find good locations, quote unquote. Um, and they had um, a little bit of success on the uh, western, more toward the western side of the island. There's like a big wooded area that's got some abandoned houses and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And they ended it by saying that they were pretty sure they found a good location with a good view of the cannery and the Strickland estate. And then after that was a hastily uh, handwritten. And You're the getting Strickland washed. estate was a pretty far part. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, there's, and I, I think I didn't uh, paint a clear enough picture on your guys' approach to this island. It's, um, it's got a lot of like tall kind of sheer cliffs and bluffs so there's like it's not like a giant island really the footprint is like pretty meager but like it's got a lot of verticality to it there's a lot of like hills and bluffs that kind of obscure each other gotcha we need to go free climbing right (laughs) um and then yeah hastily written handwritten note at the very end too that just said careful you're being watched yeah well as soon as i do that i'd put the i put it away and put it back in my breast pocket and i'd be like So, Ronnie, what do you think so far? We've met two of the locals. What do you think about them? Uh, Not much to think. Short conversations. Obviously, something's up in town. Got to figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. But we'll see what the sheriff has to offer. Can't really trust any of them, though. Yeah, He's as no... far as I know, only our group can be trusted until we learn otherwise. I agree. Ronnie's holding a gun on the seat, pointed at you, <laughs> Doctor Greenwood, without you noticing, under the yeah. table. I'll just uh, take mine out and and shoot myself in the head. Yeah. Yeah. You've been played. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, yeah. Go ahead. If you're uh, done with that file while we're riding, you can always look around and see if there's anything useful in this truck. Maybe check the jockey box. Yeah, I can do that. I'm going to uh, check the truck. Um, quick, yeah, you're looking around in the cab. Quick yeah. question. You check said, the jockey yes. box. You said that there was, at the abandoned houses, there was a view of the cannery and something else, and I don't remember. No, there was, um, in the, uh, the document that Dr. Greenwood found, it said that they had, um, that the Delta Green recon team had possibly located a, uh, good vantage point with a view of the cannery and the estate, but you guys don't know where that is yet. Oh, okay, so it didn't have anything to do with the houses? Not anything to do specifically with the, with the songbird, with the cottages. Okay. Okay, so yeah, you guys are approaching town. Kind of see some nice, quaint little buildings as you um, approach town proper. You notice it is kind of just a small town. It's built along a major road that looks like it's you know decently maintained, at least as far as um, all the rest of the roads that you guys have seen on the island go. Um, basically, the road between the boathouse and the one in town look like they're generally the only ones that see a lot of use. Um, and yeah, as you're rolling through, you see various. Um, you see various different buildings and services, people kind of milling about. Um, you see uh, this place on the corner called Collins General Store, and right next door to it looks like there's like a small bar. Um, you see a butcher shop. Um, there's the sheriff's office. There's a uh, small doctor's office. Oh. Um, and then there's a, another building with a sign, and it's a garage. It just says mechanic. And as you are <laughs> approaching it, um, you mechanic. can see uh, Sheriff McCready 
has got his uh i don't think i established what kind of vehicle he drove it's an old like volkswagen bug retrofitted to be, like <laughs> kind of like a police cruiser <laughs> and uh you can see him to the talking to the mechanic and they've got it up on the lift and they're discussing something and he sees you gives you a little wave um and then at the very end of the road there's a big old church oh well we're looking for the sheriff might as well stop here yeah you guys just kind of pull up Did next you to him find anything in there freddy yeah. Oh, right. What did I find? Okay, so just, um, I know what a jockey box is, but just for the listening audience and everybody else here, <laughs> no, no, no. probably that, doesn't know. For those who don't know, can I answer this? You can answer it. What I believe is happening, which is what has happened every time we play Delta Green in Sultara or West, will look at their hey, sheet of Matana slang, just pick a word, and somehow try to squeeze it. Hey, we got really good at it for the last one. Look so here, I, you. And I got really good at figuring out what it meant by context. So I'm going to assume a jockey box is the glove box. Ding, ding, ding. Hey. <laughs> Let's go. Well, as um, Scorpion gets a little more Montanan. <laughs> Montana. Eventually, you will be assimilated. Yeah. Or, excuse me. Eventually, you will be assimilated. Yeah. Boy, join the collective. By the way, I did real quick get roasted by a buddy of mine who spent a lot of his time in Montana um, throughout his life. He's like, yeah, he's like, we're oh, not why is Texas. That guy? We're yeah, not I know, I know. That's exactly. I even commented on that. I was like, why am I yeah. in a Texan accent? But who, who the fuck cares? I don't know. Well, I mean, Doctor Greenwood, we've established that your accents mean nothing. Yeah, he's been all over. Like the, I know it's yeah. doing a Texan accent though. That's why. That's why it's all over the map because he's literally been all over the map. So it just yeah. He's a traveled. Okay. He's well traveled. He's a well traveled person. Now I have disassociative disorder. So now I sound like Salt Snake. Well, you sound like whoever the hell you want to, and exactly. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. I can think. Sheriff, how's it going? You're under arrest. That accent's offended, offensive, but I haven't quite figured out why yet. Yeah, no, Montana's. <laughs> I think you. sounds similar to Washingtonians, just. Some of, using some of their slang that may or may not yeah, exactly. be accurate. Yeah, they, they sound exactly <laughs> like Washington. I don't know if anybody's gathered this from listening to our past uh, episodes. We're pretty fucking ignorant um, of most things, <laughs> yeah. so just deal with it. Well, that's why you placed it or in, into a Pacific Northwest-esque location, right? So we can try yeah. to, like, actually well, get it actually, right. <laughs> legitimately, um, a piece of this island's backstory that I think I went over was that this is like a big commercial hub and there's a lot of work to be had here and it's in the Pacific so people have come from like all over sort of like all over the world to work here I had to determine which accents were acceptable for me to do and which ones weren't and also wait, <laughs> levy that against how many accents I really want to do because the first guy you met was the sheriff and I can't help but making him a little bit southern even though that wasn't the intention so we're just gonna we're just gonna roll <laughs> yeah. with it yeah. you know, I think sheriffs, sheriff... cowboys Texans all goes together <laughs> yeah yeah, if you get hired as a sheriff, you have to take. You well, got to be a little accent. southern. Just that's yeah, the beauty thing be is he was abstract. he was more just appointed by the public as sheriff. He's not a sheriff in any official capacity <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> he just had a gun. No one else did. So I was like, hey, yeah, yeah. You're in, yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm in charge the here. <laughs> yeah. I was the first one to say, uh, and so then I went and shooting. Yeah. yeah, so I started blasting. Blast. Blast. Sorry, yeah. I yeah. burned it. Man, it was pretty good. It was pretty close. Tara, do not misquote Danny DeVito. Yeah, that's why uh, <laughs> I'm too you? old for this. Yeah. You're too old for a show that's I'm like 20 old. years old? I don't know. I don't even know what show it is. What? Speaking <laughs> of shows. I just know the meme. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Let's get back to this shit show. So what did I what did I uh, what did I find in the jockey box there? Uh, nothing. It's 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 darker than the inside of a cow in that jockey box. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Damn it. No, in all honesty though, the jockey box is broken. You cannot open it. You can try forcing it open if you want to. We'll pull my gun out. <laughs> no, I'll. Uh, Fine. It opens. It opens. It opens. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I do have a Leatherman. Can I, can I pop it open with my Leatherman? Yeah, sure. Um, what's a good guy? Uh, give me a locksmith. I don't care if you don't have a locksmith score. Oh, actually, are you just trying to pop it open whether or not it breaks it? Yeah, who? how's he going to know? I don't know. It's his beloved Ford F-250. He actually like, said he never leaves the dock, so I don't know how beloved it is. <laughs> yeah, so... It, it belongs to Uncle Dickie, but I, he did say that the um, the shopkeep is yeah, the one that drives that uses it. it. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, pop okay, it fuck him. Yeah, that's fine. You guys <laughs> have been here for, you know, world. an hour. Let's kick some doors open and fucking destroy some I mean, local if, vehicles. If, so, so uh, to be fair, in my in my Ford Bronco, if mm -hmm. I were to put a flatbed of a uh, um, a screwdriver into the top, I could put the little mechanism down even if it's locked and it pops open. I'm not going to go into the uh, final, like, finer mechanical points of uh, vehicle construction and, you know, in, like, the 1950s or whatever. It's probably pretty easy to fucking open this thing if you want Perfect. to. Perfect. I'm popping it cool. open. Give me an athletics. Or strength. Athletics. Give me strength times five. Oh, dear lord. I think this is a 50-50 shot, everybody. Yep. Oh, 55. Ooh. Over? 21 over under oh. 55. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you pop oh, that bad boy open, and there's... A um among like you know, a couple old like pencils and just some random little refuse because this thing hasn't been opened probably in like decades. There's also the vehicle's registration that expired in like 1960. <laughs> you know, sheriff's well, gonna write you a ticket. <laughs> yeah, we're uh we're not registered. Oof. Don't tell the sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Don't. If you wanted a little more a little more detail out of it, it was registered in Oregon. Cool. Okay. I don't know how that. I don't know how that matters. I'm just trying to give you I'm something. I'm taking the registration. I, <laughs> you're taking the registration. No, I'm not taking the registration. All right, I'm uh, I'll a take pencil. the pencils though. Yeah, I was gonna say oh, yeah. free I'm pencil. Hand, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand Ronnie a pencil. I'm gonna take a pencil. And, all right. Well, let's uh, let's go talk to the sheriff. Cool. So yeah. you guys just pulling over, saying hi, or are you meeting him at his office? He's here. Oh, he's here. So we're just uh, he's jumping the... out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the sheriff's office is, like, kind of right down the street, too. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys pull over. Um, it's a fairly wide road. It looks, you know, you see, like, one or two other vehicles parked on the side, so you decide that that's probably how local parking ordinance works. Um, mm. uh, yeah, you hop out, and he says, oh, hey, folks. Wasn't expecting you here so soon. Sheriff, how are you? Yeah, you know, just uh, getting her tuned up. <laughs> Jester's his head over at the Volkswagen. Um perked up on the lip lift which at this point you do see it has been lifted as well it's got like um <laughs> it's got a pretty mean suspension on there for getting down some of those some of those uh rougher island roads <laughs> do you uh you select that car yourself there sheriff <laughs> i mean I'll, I'll be honest with you there's probably about like seven working vehicles on this island yeah. i just take what i can get i mean downright belongs to a cow catcher let me tell you <laughs> What a, a 1960s Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> he doesn't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, he laughs. And he uh, looks over at the um, at the. Uh, hold on, let me find his name. One second. Yeah, he looks over at the mechanic and says, uh, "Gail, I'll, I'll settle up with you in a minute. Um, I'll be back a little later." And he uh, kind of motions for you guys. Follow him down the street to the uh, sheriff's office. 
Yeah, I'll walk with him. Me? Yeah. So you guys get settled in at the songbird, okay? Sebastian, take care of you? Oh, yeah. What do you think, Ronnie? Pretty nice guy. Yeah, he seemed nice. He uh, was letting us get into our co-worker stuff without any hassle. It was nice and easy. That's good. Sebastian's a good guy. He uh, he went off to college, for, for at least tried to um, a while ago, but we don't we don't hold that against him. He's back now, and that's what's <laughs> important. <laughs> the good ones always come back. Am I right? <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's home. This island's home to all of us. It's kind of hard to leave at this point. Um, that's fair. And you guys approach the sheriff's office. He opens the door and holds it open for you guys. Thank you. Mighty fine of you. Walk in and it's yeah. You guys enter and it's a it's a cozy little little office. It's got a little um little pot belly stove in the uh, corner to kind of fight off the colder nights. And there's a little small fire burning in there right now. And the sheriff falls you in and says uh yeah take a seat get get comfortable you know no rush and uh you guys want some coffee? I would love some coffee. And then I'll uh, that sounds my kind of people. Sounds wonderful. He walks over and fixes up three cups of coffee. Are it's like cream and sugar. in front of a desk or something that we're sitting in? Yeah, yeah. I'll take it black. Okay. Yeah, no cream, no sugar, please. Cool. Comes back with uh, three cups of black coffee. Sits down. Sets two of them out your guys' side. Takes one of his. Takes a good, nice sip of it. So, you guys... uh. Uh, you guys make contact with your uh, buddies there? I know we haven't seen them around in a while. Are kind of getting a little concerned. Uh, yeah, they might just be out scouting some sites. I think. All uh, right. But no, what, we they, what seen do they yet. call that? What do they call that in film? Location scouting. That's it. That's it. That's uh, my my purview is mostly westerns. Uh, you know, older uh, ones. It's all. It's all we really got out here. We don't get the. We don't get the television. Gotcha. What? <clears throat> You get westerns without television. What's that look, Dan? <laughs> the Comcast hasn't come out here. No, he has a TV. He's he's saying he doesn't get the uh, he doesn't get the over the air television. The Comcast cable. hasn't made it. You know he uh, he he hopped on a Comcast boat a while back, but uh, you know as he's this bottom of the ocean, we we shot him down in the middle, uh, <laughs> ten miles off the coast of the mission, island. Mission They're accomplished. Not letting that goddamn company get it within a quarter mile of this goddamn town. <laughs> Honestly, respect. What's this right. uh, yeah. room look like that we're in? Is there like a back room or is it just like a single office building or yeah sure it's a um it looks like a house that's kind of been converted to a sheriff's office um he's you guys are sitting at this desk there's a couple of like chairs set up like a waiting room plus the two chairs you guys are sitting in there's a small little like coffee stand thing off to the left side and then there's a uh a staircase on the back left looks like it you know goes up to maybe like some bedrooms or something and then the uh there's a door behind you behind him on on your guys's right that's closed Okay. So, I imagine you guys probably did your research, you know, if you're thinking about shooting a picture on this island, but um, I figure I'd give you a little history lesson. He kind of, like, perks up a little bit. I <clears> love <throat> it. <laughs> uh, it's originally a fishing port established by uh, Stricklands in 1951, and it was a uh, thriving fishing hub until late 1960s when, uh, I think I mentioned this before, aforementioned toxic substance was discovered in the soil coming from the cannery. I'm not a, I'm not a biologist by any means, but I think it had something to do with mercury. Um, and then uh, upon the cannery shutting down, our uh, benefactor, James Strickland, who is the uh, son of the man who started Strickland Fishing Company, established uh, Strickland Fishing Company Employee Welfare Trust, which is how we're all able to continue living out here 
It uh, essentially turned the land into a trust handled by a bank. I'm not really sure the details, but essentially uh, that family went on to pay for all the all the services and supplies and things that we need to keep living out here. So we're nothing but grateful to them. That sounds pretty nice. Does uh, James live on the island too? Uh, James, uh, unfortunately, he he didn't he left and didn't come back. Hmm. I believe it was in seventy one or seventy two, something like that. But uh, hmm. you know what made him leave? He just wanted to go someplace else. He uh, well, when his go to college. I think <laughs> when his father was alive, I think that's exactly what it was. I think that he studied abroad a lot, but then when his dad died, he came back to run the family business. But um, he was around for a while, and then he wasn't. That's kind of a damn shame. I'd love to shake that man's hand. Yeah, it sounds like he did a, a real nice thing for you folks on this island. Yeah, we might have to see if we yeah, could look I him mean, up, get a little bit of a interview for our documentary. Well, if you need any uh, any directions or any like further dive into the family or into the island's history, rather, there is um, we have something of a bit of a historian in town. Um, there's a bookstore a little bit down the street that kind of it's sort of like a little, you know, like island culture museum, too. But you could talk to the gentleman there. He'd be one to hmm. pick, you pick his brain all day if you want. He loves talking. What uh, what's happening with the Strickland estate at this point? Uh, it's fenced off. We have we really try not to go out there except just to check on it every once in a while and make sure, you know, none of the none of the local kids are messing with it. Uh, we, we see it as kind of a, a memorial to the family that's been so good to us. So so um, no one's actively living in it. No, not at the time. It's been it's been cordoned off. And uh, I, I, I would appreciate uh, oh, if you kind of give it a wide berth. You know, yeah. it's, it's something of a it's something of a, a memorial. Okay. Do you mind if it. we take some B shot? Not by going on it, but just far away B shot from it. Oh, by all means, uh, as long as you don't cross the fence, it's it's pretty obvious where the uh, the boundaries of the property start. Fantastic. And, and it's it's a pretty big property, but yeah, feel free to get whatever wide shots you need. Fantastic. I much appreciate it. Uh, and then how how about at the cannery? The cannery is the same deal, and that's actually been uh, officially sealed off. It's actually a misdemeanor crime in the state of Oregon, which somehow our island falls under the jurisdiction of to trespass on that property. And I'm just saying that just so we're all on the same page here. No, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a little more cavalier about it, but my son, Elwin, uh, he has he has detained people before for getting too close. So I would definitely advise not trying to make it over that fence. No, no, we're not here to. We're not here to rebel rouse, let me tell you. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Uh, uh, speaking of my son, I think that's him right there. And um, a shadow passes one of the windows and the front door opens and a younger man about 32 walks in also wearing a similar sheriff's uniform. And he kind of like, as he enters, he sort of stops and just looks at you guys and looks at his dad and says, entertaining more guests, dad. And you notice a distinct lack of a southern accent on this character. <laughs> Uh yeah, just uh welcoming the new welcoming new arrivals. I'll stand up and go to shake his hand. Elwin kind of hesitates for a second and just he's like taking off his gloves and reaches out and shakes her hand. Says, uh, Name, "Elwin McCready." Name's Ronnie. Nice to meet you. I'll stand up and do the same. Chris, nice to meet you. He shakes your hand too, but he seems he seems a little disinterested. Um, his dad, when you're. When you're uh, when you're all wrapped up here, I'd like to talk to you about something. He says, "Yeah, sure. Uh, just give me give me a minute, Elwin." Um, and uh, yeah, Elwin goes, walks over, opens the um, 
the back door, the one to the right uh, behind uh, Sheriff McCready. And you, you can kind of get a peek in as he opens it. Um, it's also just a smaller office and it looks like there's a uh, like a makeshift like holding cell back there, too. Mm. And before before you can get a good look, he just kind of looks back at you guys and uh, shuts the door. Uh, yeah, he don't mind him too much. He's just, you know. He's he's got a big uh he's got a big mantle to take up. Nobody else is really interested in trying to protect the law around here. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to be hard to be a lawman sometimes. <laughs> uh, I mean, tell that to my wife. <laughs> I will not, but uh That's okay. She's uh, dead. She died decades ago. <laughs> <laughs> about 60 hours before we came here, right? <laughs> yeah, about yeah, about 60 hours. We're grieving her loss some fears. <laughs> Shouldn't be at work today. Check out this gun. One more thing. Yeah, go ahead. You mentioned a bookstore. Who is the man that is the talkative one there? Um, he's something of our island's historian. Um, his name's uh, his name is if I check my notes real quick. <laughs> uh, Jack Rogers. Um. Older fella. He's been around since, uh, I believe, since before the cannery was, or not before. He's been around since the cannery was built. He came over here on one of the first boats, I think. He's a good guy. Not quite all there, but and you know, his heart's in the right place. I'd really love to ask you some questions about the Harvest Festival coming up, but uh, oh, got yeah. a small bladder, you know, women. You have a bathroom? <laughs> yeah, you women <laughs> with your bladders. <laughs> um, You're going to hear Chris just mutter, that's not medically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> women have huge bladders. <laughs> women can store pee in the ovaries it's a known scientific fact um, I, in fact I'm storing them right now <laughs> um, see yeah, I right now yeah no problem uh, upstairs first door on your left thank you so much I'll be right back I'm gonna head up yeah and I'll just and continue just look around you look <laughs> just, upstairs. Just, oh, look at this house. That's cool. Um, yeah. Know, give me a search, or what is your search? I guess sixty. Sixty. That's good enough. Um, you don't really notice anything out of place. Um, there's a couple. There's like two bedrooms up there. There's the bathroom at um, you know, first door on the left, as well as like a hallway closet. Um, that's all you really get unless you want to start poking around some more. Do you? I mean, I kind of just open doors and peek in and see if anything catches the eye. Okay, you uh, uh, one of the bedroom doors. You mean? Yeah, any door. Okay. I as see. You, <laughs> yeah, as you push the first door open, it creaks very loudly, and you hear uh, you hear a sheriff yell upstairs. First door on the left, unless you want to see my underwear all scattered around the room. You hear a laugh from me. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, the other left got it. <laughs> sorry, the boat in ride there? was really uh. <laughs> In really the bedroom. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Upon a, uh, yeah, give me a quick search roll. I imagine like, yeah, great, thanks. And you could still hear it creaking like, and you're still going. <laughs> what? Sorry, I can't hear shit. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things That's just get hitting the floor. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you get a good enough look in there where it just looks like a disheveled kind of bedroom. Um, it doesn't look like he really, you know, his dirty clothes and stuff. He doesn't look like he's super good at housekeeping. Okay. The the plan going forward is to hit every place we go like a fucking bowling ball. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll go. Which door do you want to kick first? <laughs> I guess I'll go to the bathroom since he heard that. 
Okay. And then flush the toilet, wash my hands, you know, make the proper noises. I, I, you should actually, if <laughs> you want to really cover your tracks, leave a, fat, leave a fat dookie in the toilet and don't flush it. <laughs> no, leave it in the sink. Yeah, let's make it so Ronnie has a poop scene in literally every arc. season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there on the toilet pooping, but like opening cabinet, cabinets within reach while I'm doing so and looking in. Some blonde guy's just standing looking at you in the bathroom. It's really weird. It's the same agent. There's yeah, actually a picture like, sure. on just the checking. wall that I'm just like <laughs> dead eyeing the whole time. You carry a picture of the agent. <laughs> yeah. I can't poop unless he's watching. <laughs> Oh, oh God. Weird. There's a weird cloud yeah, picture in there, too, too just for measure. <laughs> yeah. They cancel Chernobyl. each other out. You still can't poop. <laughs> um, uh, anything in the medicine cabinet one there? Uh, I mean, it's normal, like... Actually, I would say that... Um, Opiates. What's, what's your medicine? I have a first aid. What's your pharmacy? medicine? Medicine zero. Or pharmacy. My pharmacy zero. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just a normal. But, like, like, I could, like, remember a name and tell the doctor later. You could. There's, um, there's just generic, like, things you'd expect. There's some ibuprofen and some, like, headache, you know, like. Rehypnol. Uh, yeah, rehypnol. There's actually an AK-47 in there, too. So, no, like, um, prescription-looking drugs. <laughs> prescription, prescription AK-47. AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three times daily. Jesus. <laughs> it looks pretty it looks pretty ordinary okay. to you, honestly. They can commence with whatever's going on while I'm upstairs. Sure. Um Yeah, do you, do you have anything else you wanted to ask the sheriff? Well really I'd be like, well, sheriff, uh hopefully we can get our crew. <clears throat> um it's pretty imperative that I talk to them. Uh you know, one of their uh one of their fathers is pretty sick. We need to get this guy back on the boat. Um sorry to hear that. Um and he, he kind of like turns his head sort of like half cocked towards the door um, that his son went into, that mm-hmm. one went into. And he leans forward a little bit um, and kind of says like in a more hushed tone, just uh, look, I'll be honest. Uh, generally, you know, 24 hours isn't enough to make any determinations, but my son is really pushing to treat this as a missing person sort of situation. But the faster you can find them and debunk that, I think the I think the better. He's been kind of on edge about it. We'll make it a top priority, Sheriff. Kind of gives you the little nose tap on your nose. <laughs> yeah. He boops your nose. <laughs> <laughs> no, he gives you a he gives you a knowing nod. Yeah. And says, uh, "So you wanted to know about our uh, harvest festival?" Yeah, well, we're very excited to be here to witness the harvest festival. All right. Well, it's you know, it's I'm not sure exactly how much word reaches the mainland about you know this sort of thing. It's an annual festival we do. It actually was called the uh, Luna Bell Island Fish Festival back when the cannery is open, but it wouldn't make much sense now to have it be a fish festival with no fish. So <laughs> that's fair. It's, it's probably my busiest night of the year, and honestly, it's it's just an excuse for the town to come together, drink, you know, make merry sort of thing. Usually have much trouble or usually pretty well behaved? The biggest trouble I've had is just, you know, escorting people home. Um I kind of end up playing taxi most of the night anyway. Uh, my mm. son will, you know, get into it with a couple of the hotheads, but honestly, it's it's a good time to be had. Perfect. I think we're going to get a lot of good footage, and uh, we're hoping to interview a lot of uh, a lot of different people that uh, hopefully can tell us about their years and experience through multiple island festivals that you have here. I mean, there's a lot of bases to cover, and you guys sound like you got the right you got the right idea. 
Well, we're trying. But uh, if you come up with anything that you think we should know about or should put in uh, to represent your community as best you can, please don't hesitate to let me know. I've, I've got to say, you know, just poke your head in different places. Everybody will be happy to make your acquaintance around town. Um, there's a wealth of knowledge to be had. There's a lot of history here. So can't turn up, can't kick over a rock without finding something interesting. That's what I like. I love places like this because it's, uh, you know, we get to come in and uh, shine light on a beautiful little community. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, Ronnie, you're probably coming back downstairs at this point. Mm -hmm. I have a question, like from a story point of view, like how old sure. are these guys? Like the son and the father. That's a good question. Yeah. Question. Um, good question. Father's so, forty-one. The son's thirty-eight. Wow. <laughs> real weird. Yep. <laughs> the sheriff's real potent. <laughs> no, I don't. That's all we're gonna <laughs> dig into. That. Yeah. We really don't talk about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, we don't. We don't want to talk about. It. Um. Yeah. The sheriff. That's a good question. The sheriff. Um. He's in like his mid sixties, it looks like, and the uh, the son looked to be quite a bit younger, like in his you know early thirties. Okay. Early to mid thirties. Yeah, I wasn't really. sure. Like, you said, like he's getting into it with hotheads or something, and I was like, I can't tell how I can't get a read on how old this guy is. Right. So, so um, the sheriff's like fifty. Six. Sheriff's sixty. Yeah, he's sixty three. If you want a number, that's not like privilege information or anything. And then um, Sebastian, you place to be like kind of mid to late fifties. And that is the proprietor of our place of residence. Yeah, yeah. And then the, um, just for a little more context, the people you saw milling about town when you rolled in, there's just, you know, it's, they're all like, you haven't seen anybody like really younger than like their 30s at this point. Yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, Ronnie, you're coming back downstairs at this point. Sure. Okay. So, um, uh, yeah, Sheriff just says, well, yeah, if there's anything more you need, just don't hesitate to ask. And, uh, uh, he gave you, like, his, his radio frequency, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, cool. Sheriff, uh, any fun traditions at this festival that we should be prepared for or bring anything? <laughs> Is it, like, a potluck? Uh, yeah, I mean, everybody gets together. I think, uh, you know, most of the families can try to tr contribute some sort of meal, but we generally, uh, it is kind of a Pollock situation. The, the one thing I can I can kind of warn you of is that uh, a lot of the island residents around here uh, pick this local mushroom and put it in their tea, and it's got a little bit of a kick to it. It gives it a wink. Do you put it in the coffee as well? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to you. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm on that. the clock. How dare you? <laughs> You're under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm under arrest. We're all under arrest. Yeah. Everybody get, 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 in the, get, get in the cell. <laughs> um... Sounds like a fun night. <laughs> it, it really is. I'm glad that I'm glad to have some people here for it. Honestly, the uh, the tourism aspect of it was something that I liked the most, and it's kind of dried up in the more recent years, as I said before. Should be some real good footage of that thing too. Honestly, you don't want to miss it. You don't have all the cameras rolling. We will. And was there and as you guys are yeah, go ahead. Was there something specific you wanted to talk to us about? You asked us to come down. Did did the sheriff like? ask you to come down or did he just open the invitation because i think he just kind of gave you an open invitation. oh did he? i, I think, thought he yeah. said that he wanted to talk to us about our co-workers or something may have but that was mostly it if yeah. i did say that was just that he was kind of urging you guys to like try to put this whole Find like them. missing missing person things to thing to rest which ronnie wasn't there for him saying so 
She's asking. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and as you guys are kind of uh, uh, he's like opening the door for you, and he steps out on the porch with you and shuts the door and says, uh, "Yeah, as I was talking to your uh, talking to your buddy Fred here, um, we'd just like to put this whole thing behind us as soon as possible. I know some people are a little concerned over the fact that they haven't been seen in over twenty four hours, um, especially so my son, and he when he gets something in his head, uh, he can be kind of he can be kind of foolhardy, so." Is there and, uh, a reason to be concerned? People often go missing, or it's just—it's a small island. When strangers come in like that, and I—I I mean strangers in the most respectful way. When visitors oh, yeah. come in and then remain unaccounted for for a certain period of time, it tends to raise some questions. Hmm. Uh, we got a lot of—we got a lot of wildlife or a lot of uh, nature around here. Lots of places to get lost, but it's just people start talking, and I can't control the rumor mill. Right. Especially so, and he kind of like looks back to make sure. Um, his son's not in your shot, and he says, uh, "Listen, I'm—I'll be frank. I'm—I'm I'm sure you've heard about the disappearances we've had. We were uh, not really going to bring that to light, but uh, yeah, yeah, we—we we were a little concerned with only two people coming out here initially. So, any—any uh, any traction on that? Well, I mean, we've had our fair share of people go missing. Um, nothing more lately, but." It was, uh, I believe it was in the paper a while back. Um, kind of started in the 60s. Uh, got a little bit worse going on through that decade. But uh, it's just something that's, it's in the past and we'd like to leave it in the past, you know. It's, it, it, certain the doctors have conjected it possibly to this mercury poisoning thing that kind of was a problem for a while, but I don't know. It's just a damn shame when somebody walks off into the woods and doesn't come back. Hmm. I think that's what's got my son in such a such a tizzy over it. Well, we'll be happy to put his concerns to rest, and we are thankful for the concerns. And uh, I'll shake the sheriff's hand and say, thank you, sheriff. Appreciate it. Right. Start to walk away, and as he's opening the door, I say, actually, sheriff, one more thing. Um... It's a weird, uh, weird question, because you probably don't have anyone here. Anybody by the name Caroline live on the island? Caroline? No, we had a, we had a young woman here by the name of Caroline, but she passed years ago. In fact, I think it was, must have been late 60s, around the time those disappearances were taking place. Huh. It was, uh, and he thinks, he kind of taps his foot and thinks for a second. He says, no, that was, yeah, Caroline was Eleanor's daughter. Eleanor. She was, um, uh, Eleanor Collins, if I remember correctly. She, uh, she was married to that scientist, that marine, yeah, marine scientist, marine, marine doc, marine doctor. What do they call him? Marine biologist? That's it. Marine biologist. Married to that marine biologist that works, that worked at the cannery, but. Yeah, he died a while back too. She's just lives by herself now. Interesting. Where does she live? Uh, she doesn't live in town. She's kind of a bit of an outsider, really. The only time I ever see her is when she comes in to talk to the doctor to get a refill on her medication. But she lives up on the north side of the island in a big house, kind of near Bright near Bright Bell Lake. If you go past Songbird and follow the road, it's a little dilapidated, but you can't miss it. But if I could ask, just don't grill her too hard. Oh she's, no, no, she's been no. through a lot. 
But what was her name again? I'm sorry. Eleanor Simmons. You said Collins, but okay. Yeah. Eleanor Collins. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, did I, is this a... Collins Simmons. She's been married like five times. It's hard to keep track anymore. Yeah, goddamn, you know, just, yeah. Well, I was thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you, Sheriff. Uh, really appreciate that. Uh, we'll stay in touch. I'll let you know when we make contact with our other crew and send them home. Uh, uh, please do. And first and foremost, just please enjoy yourself. I'm I'm happy oh, to have you here. Absolutely. We're going to enjoy ourselves, but got to get him home to his sick dad. Thank you so much, Sheriff. I'll reach to shake his hand and say, uh, it's been nice yammering. See you later. Yeah, don't be a stranger. It gives you a warm smile. You betcha. He goes back you in. You betcha. Says, goes back in and he shuts the door and says, oh, what? What do you want to talk to me about? And door shuts. I'll look at Ronnie and I'll I'll say uh, we should get back to the campsite. Uh, from my past knowledge of Freddy, is he any good at like moving around quietly? <laughs> I was hoping no. you'd go there. <laughs> Absolutely okay, yeah, neither am I, not. So I guess that's out of the question. I can try though. <laughs> You can come back in. I got a shit again. Hold on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the jail cell looks real good for a toilet. Hold on. Oh, there is a bucket in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I won't use the bucket. Um, well, I guess we're not the right people for well, that. So. I guess. I guess. Uh, I mean, he's. We're at the front of the house, and the place that his son went was to the right, which should still share like the porch area. Is there a window that I can listen? The to? The right. It was the right rear of the house. So you yeah, have to kind of like back. Go around through like there's like a small yard that kind of okay. wraps around. Is there a way that I can go listen to it? Yeah, you could, but um, you would definitely probably want to. Be that would that would sneaky. be a stealth thing, yeah. or unless you can like give me some other way of doing it creatively. Well, you lost your contact over there. <laughs> my glasses. Where are my glasses? <laughs> <laughs> There's a man screaming about glasses over there. They're just in there. You, they just see a, a pair of glasses fly by the window, and then you walk by, just like looking <laughs> directly in the window. But unfortunately, you can't say anything because you don't have your glasses. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Uh, you get caught. You break the trust the from the sheriff. Yeah, yeah I get arrested. Yeah. You immediately cross the police. Yeah. I have a twelve in stealth. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! No, I'm gonna. Yeah, no, yeah. No, that's mm -hmm. that's not a thing that uh, not Freddy quite worth is it. Trained in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll uh, we'll walk back to our truck. Yeah, would have loved well, to hear what they're talking about. Uh, give me, give me an like, give me an alertness roll. Sure. For both of us, or just him? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. I got a fifty-six under sixty-one. Okay. Nice. I got 99. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, crap. Fail. Um, your eardrums blow out. Yeah, yeah you bury your, your head in the sand. <laughs> um. <laughs> you get tinnitus right now. Yeah. What? <laughs> so as the as the door swinging shut on that, and uh, Sheriff's yelling to Elwin about what he wanted to talk about, uh, Freddie, you start to, like, catch a response. But then um, as uh, as Ronnie's leaning over, the porch creaks too loud and it cuts off any ability to hear what his son said back to him Damn. before the door shuts. I'm too big. 
<laughs> I'll look at Ronnie and I'll shrug and I'll say, come on, let's go get some dinner. All right, it's about... Too bad it's not it's Salisbury about... Steak Night. <laughs> <laughs> we... Man, I wish. <laughs> you recall past events, your PTSD triggers roll sanding check. <laughs> Every time he thinks about Salisbury Steak, he has a Not the Salisbury sink. Steak! <laughs> uh, that's right, why you, you had to move. Are... Yeah, that's it. away from the Salisbury State, yeah. the regional, the regional food that sends you into full fits of PTSD. <laughs> so you guys are walking back to the, the truck. truck, and it's yeah, and it's getting it's getting a, a bit dark now. And then, um, speaking of darkness, we pan back to the dark interior of cabin number five. Whoa! Oh, nice do transition. we now? Ooh, we do. Smooth as butter. Smooth is the darkness of the inside of a cow that's all covered in butter. <laughs> that's where butter Smooth comes from. Smooth is the, inside the butter of a cow. that comes from a cow. <laughs> um, Dan, it's pitch black in here. Do you have a flashlight you want to use, or are you just raw dog in this darkness? What are you? What are you feeling? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we my... have night goggles if you want to yeah, use have, those I think too. We have night vision goggles. They're not unpacked unless I'm. Yeah. I mean, you can no, go no, back my, for uh, them. You can go get them if you want. My, I kept my, them on my on my person. My Dan, what are you it. doing? My Dan, has... tell me what you're doing, please. <laughs> I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need something from you. you. All right, we're gonna move back on the truck. <laughs> no, please, Dan. Tell, the... tell me what. Tell me what Dan is doing. Uh, his Sig has a uh, uh, laser type flashlight. On okay. It. So he's just using that. Cool. As you step in, you click on your flashlight, and after you take a step or two, you hear a carpet squish under your feet. Wet carpet, specifically. Mm. Uh, I'm going to shoot it. Okay. <laughs> Mag dump? Like, are you doing all 16 rounds or bam, whatever? Bam, Fuck yeah. Bam. Fuck yeah, and I got six more six more mags on the belt. Ready it's to go. still moving! <laughs> oh god, it's got level three! Level three! We need a high cow! <laughs> Get I the run towels. In and, I run in and shoot Dan. Right. <laughs> we need to end this madness. Scorpion, are, you, are you coming in after after Dan or is Maya? Like, what's the load order here? Well, I was going left. He was going right. Yeah, I'm staying outside. I'm watching the exit. Okay, cool. We're so, yeah, to you clarify. Step in. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, mm-hmm. when, when Dan said, I'll clear left corners, you clear right. He meant like, we're going to go room to room together. But yeah, yeah. Okay, it's like one room. Yeah, yeah. It's clarifying. Okay. Oh, you don't immediately take a turn and just like separate us. And then I'm only checking the right <laughs> half of every room that I go through. <laughs> <laughs> you just turn. You're only uh, ambi turners. You're not ambi turners. I mean, that's kind of what me and uh, Ronnie did. To be honest, we like did one big circle. I think around. So that we'll do it a different way this time. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Dan and Maya, you step into this cabin and a very musty smell rolls over you. This place is obviously pretty waterlogged at this point and it has been for a bit of time. Um, your light cascades over the walls and uh, nothing seems to be out of ordinary in this room, except for just one thing. There's a couple odd looking mushrooms growing up through the floor of the cabin, rooted in the carpet. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna soak up some of this carpet soak water. Up one, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
be a little bit dignified about it. I'll soak up some of the carpet water into a cup and then like boil some mushroom tea. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some dirty floor water. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just like mom used to make. It's boiled. It's all right. I'm just going to take oh, a straight sip. I don't know why. You... <laughs> you guys have straws? Yeah, I, I do. I got my crazy straw, bro. That, that is always, I got a, a holster for it and everything. All right. All right. So this room's clear. Bathroom door's still shut. Um, Dan doesn't like shut doors, so he's going to move to the bathroom immediately. Are you going to kick it? No. No, he's going to okay. go inside my soft if, if it's unlocked. Yeah. It's unlocked. Okay. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll make it brief. It's You open it up quietly. Um, your light sweeps over the bathroom. You catch your reflection in the mirror. And then you die. Scare yourself a little bit. <laughs> open fire mag dump on the mirror while I'm crying. The mirror is also <laughs> no, the a bowl of mirror. Dan's I'll dead. Um, the bathroom is also empty. Um, and you can see that the source of a leak is a, is a slow drip of water coming from the uh, pee trap under the sink. The pee trap? It, it's not for you your pee in your sink. <laughs> no, well you can if there's a trap. Uh, pee. Yeah. <laughs> you can't pee in this sink. The pee trap is broken. Oh. I mean you can, but that would be undignified of you. A How's leak the... under the sink created all of this. It's not like standing water. It's just like obviously it is slowly kind of like pooled out over time. What the fuck? Turn Why the would they up. leave it like that? Like just like soaking the carpet. Well, I mean, there's towels and stuff around it. It looks like it, they've tried to contain it, but, you know. Hmm. That's cheaper to condemn a cabin than to <laughs> renovate it. Yeah, they'll just turn um, it right. down. Yeah, I guess, uh, it, yeah, Dan's just going to keep going room to room until he either finds that's something it. or the place that's is both clear. The rooms. Okay, that's it. Uh, yeah. It's the same layout as the rest of the cabins. Cool, so nothing, nothing there's really. There's no bedroom? Up- there's um the the main cabin, the main room is basically like two like twin side uh, size beds on either side of the room with like a small little kitchenette mm-hmm. um kind of closer to the door, okay. front door. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Dan is gonna. Yeah, he'll just turn back and say, "We're all clear," and uh, he's gonna start going through the the drawers that are, I mean, they're above where the water would be landing, so hopefully dry. Ish. You're search. You're just kind of doing a general search of the area, like in drawers and stuff. Yeah, drawers, any wall cabinets or mirror, uh, pharmacies or whatever. Well, the bathroom largely is empty, and actually a lot of the other furniture too, along with the mattresses, um, have been moved out of the cabin. Probably you determine on account of the fact that there's water all over the floor. No, probably not. Um, yeah. There and there's you can see that there's like towels and stuff scattered around and like some basic tool like hand tools under the sink. It looks like Sebastian maybe has been trying to fix this himself, but has not been uh, mechanically competent enough to figure out why the pee trap is broken. Because he hasn't peed enough in it. Right. Trap all <laughs> that pee. Okay. Um. But as far as you can tell, nothing's really out of place. It's just. It's a cabin that looks like it's just going some undergoing some light renovations due to water damage. Okay. Anything? I wanna, huh? I wanna like take a sample of this mushroom. It's just growing in the middle. They're like kind of in various places, sort of closer to the darker corners around the perimeter of the room. There's like three or four small mushrooms. Hmm. 
I don't even know if that's important, but like. Do it for sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know why. Maybe it's just like a feeling. She just wants to make sure that this isn't dangerous. I don't know. Well, I'd say they're, just, they're um, upon closer inspection too, uh, they're a bit remarkable like in sight, like it doesn't just look like a regular mushroom that grows anywhere. They have like this light blue shading on top and these little like, um, I don't know, red nodules on the stem. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you're, you're leaning down. Are you picking one or just taking a cutting or what? I mean, definitely not touching it, um, but sure. somehow like maybe, I don't know, maybe I have like a piece of paper in my pocket and I kind of just like have a just still wrap it up or something. Sure. Well, you have a forensics kit. I'm going to oh, okay. I think that we established that, right? Oh, I didn't remember that, but yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I'm giving you a forensics kit. That's fine. Okay. Um, but maybe like, I mean, I mean, Maya's probably heard like that black mold could cause like hallucinations and make people sick. So it's like, I don't know, maybe mm. this could have when something does, to do like long it, fucking stretch, but maybe they could have something to do with disappearances if mushrooms are harmful or they it does smell particularly musty and like moldy right. in here too so might as well i don't know yeah okay so you take um let's say you take a little knife pocket knife out and cut a small sliver off of one of the caps over in the corner and um as you're placing it in a little specimen bag uh give me an alertness okay alertness oh boy we'll see Damn it, I got 29, and I, my alertness is 20, so. Damn. Okay. I mean, it's not a crit fail, so. Yeah, but it's close enough you to be annoying. You accidentally eat the entire mushroom. I fall mouth first <laughs> on it. Uh, yeah, you're, you're focused on, like, uh, preparing the specimen, trying to keep it intact. Um, so, yeah, you, you do notice, though, that, like, um, the inside of the mushroom that you've cut is just, like, a pure white but it almost has like little um striations that almost kind of look like veins running through it ew okay and as it's that part is exposed to oxygen it all is it also it is also rapidly turning like a light blue ew i have i have (laughs) mushrooms in my house that do that they grow in my backyard it's really fucking cool it happens fast and like they turn really dark blue I like mushrooms. It's mushrooms like cool. weird. Yeah, it's a yeah, badass that, looking effect. That's what I was like thinking. I, I'm like making sure to cut it where I can get a spore print, which is new. <laughs> yeah, so and getting like the gills. Sure. You see where the gills connect on the stem and everything. Because I'm really interested in that. So, <laughs> yeah. Dan, give me an alertness. I love alertness checks. They're so ominous sometimes. Mm-hmm. They you can know. For sure. Actually, Scorpion, go ahead and give me one, too. Damn it, I'm bad at alertness. That's fine. Then why are you outside keeping watch? Because I'm... (laughs) He's on his phone. I'm equally (laughs) as bad at, like, searching for stuff. He's always on his phone. That's just a character trait. Yeah, I I have Tetris. 50 under 80 for me. Okay. Good. 90 over 20. That's fine. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) The wind is rustling through the trees. It's kind of picking up a little bit as it's getting later and the sun is setting. It's actually pretty dark at this point, inside and outside the cabin, but uh, you almost just pick up something a little bit more. It sounds like a rustling is coming from the tree line, a little bit deeper in the woods. And it's quickly moving away from you. I pick this up? Yeah. 
Um, Dan is gonna fucking bust out the door, slap Scorpion on the shoulder. Say, Scorp, don't hit me. <laughs> Jesus, Scorp. what? Scorp, what? 20, 20 yards left. You go loud, I'm going quiet. Something's running. Oh. Uh, okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna beeline towards this thing, and you're gonna basically get the impression I want you 20 yards on my left, making a lot of noise. Yeah, so I'm gonna walk out, and I've got cigarette in my mouth, and I'm just, hey, you piece of shit! I thought I told you I liked my privacy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And trying to do this loud enough for like you're Maya to hear too. I'm not getting arrested. <laughs> I'd Maybe. get out of here. <laughs> if I walk by a lawn chair too, just fucking. Slap I'm gonna the relock the door on our way out so it looks like we are never here too. Nice. Yeah, and uh, as you guys kind of barrel towards the woods, Dan especially, probably you know tucking down, trying to keep a low profile. As you proceed into the woods, you do hear the sound coming from ahead of you, and it's moving pretty fast away from you. And we're gonna find out if you catch this thing or what it even is next time yeah. on Whispers of Lunapel Island. Wow. Next God, time on David, I want to yell pee. Oh, honestly, I really have to pee, and you said pee so many times. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Gaming Podcast. This actual play, Whispers of Lunabell Island, is published by arrangement with the Delta Green Partnership, the intellectual property known as Delta Green is a trademark and copyright owned by the Delta Green Partnership, who has licensed its use here. The contents of this document are copyright Zangaring, accepting those elements that are components of the Delta Green intellectual property. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright Zane Gehring. The Chronicles of Rail theme and the Frequency theme are copyright Tanner Prentice. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more and with your support we can make a lot more. New episodes of Whispers of Ludabell Island release every Friday at 12am Pacific Standard Time. See you then.